For me, there's nothing better than showcasing my joy. As a matter of fact, you all get to hear it twice a week, every week. <laughs> Our friends at Frito-Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and so contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It's robust. More than a smile or a laugh. It's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world with joy. And make sure you look out for the My Joy campaign, powered by Frito-Lay. Right now, he's probably slow dancing with a bleach blonde tramp and she's probably getting frisky. Right now, he's probably buying her some fruity little drink because she can't shoot, shoot a whiskey. whiskey. Right now, he's probably up behind her with a pool stick on her how to shoot a combo. And he don't know. I dug my key into the side of his pretty little souped-up four-wheel drive. I my name into his leather seats. Yes. I got a Louisville slicker on both headlights. Slash my heart at all four times. Maybe next time he'll think before he I love me some uh, Carrie well, Underwood, girl. And probably on the lady for the next girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's the black girl in country music. Boogly, boogly, boo. Yes. And I mean, hide your kids, hide your wife, honey. Hide your, here we come. Can you imagine if I made a... I would. If Beyonce is pissing them off, <laughs> I would piss that I'm about to write a country song right uh, now. <laughs> right damn fucking now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, niggas. How you guys Welcome doing? Back. Welcome back. Are you well? I'm well. In this. Are you well, sis? How was your week? I'm safe. I have what I need. It was a week. This, was, this week was full, but productive. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Me and my mom were talking yesterday. Both of us, there are just times where Brian is just like right on our on our minds, and mm-hmm. you know, we were just talking about, uh, just talking about him, sharing stories and stuff. And there was a um, <laughs> my mom. Both of both me and my mom have baseball bats in our house. Speaking of Louisville sluggers, right? Louisville sluggers, yes. Um, because when my mom bought a house, uh, my, Brian gave her a baseball bat and she kept it behind the front door. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, she was telling me about the time when he gave it to her. And I told him, there was this, my mom told you there was this crazy lady at church that was like, you know, sending me threatening emails, talking about she know where I live and all this other crazy. Wait, thing. no, you'd never told no, no, you never like told I, me that. Okay, well, that's another story for another day. But let's wait. Just no, say. hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, is this recently? Is this no. a, is this in Maryland? No, no. Oh, okay. this is oh so York. she's closer to me. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. this is when Brian was still alive. This was we were. I probably I was living in Harlem at the time. Oh yeah, this was a minute ago. Okay. Yeah. 
And so is she and she was old? Yes. So she might be dead. Okay, continue. So so it was this crazy story, but in any case, my I came home, I went to my grandmother's house and my brother was like, I he came in after I did. Um, he asked me where my keys were. He was like, I'm gonna put something in your car. And he was like, see me before you leave. And I said, <laughs> All right. Uh, and so it was just like, you know, okay, sure. So I I went to the car and I see across the back seat and on the floor, he had left a baseball bat. And so I go upstairs, I go to his room, I'm like, he was like, You went to the car? I said, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, So I'm here to see you. Like, what's going on? <laughs> he was like, you know, I understand there's some people that's been throwing around some threats. And uh, talk about, you know, they going to show up on you, pop up on you. They know where you stay. So I figured I'd give you some security. And I said, mm-hmm. okay. And he mm-hmm. said, I put something in your back seat. And uh, <laughs> he said, I just want you to just be mindful that it's there. And if you need to, you better mm-hmm. use it. And I said, tell you okay. <laughs> He's yeah. like, hey, you know how to use it? You better use it. Hmm. Hmm. And so hmm. I still have that. And my mom was talking about hers. We both sort of keep it in the same place. So if anybody run up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball bat on a watermelon. Okay. Stop it. I know how to use Wait. it. You understand? Sister, <laughs> I I know you said this was a story for another day. But I am okay. just. <laughs> I just can't get past. Like, I really need to know. What? Well, it's not. Like, it's very strange. It was this one particular... Uh, I don't even remember the con- the connection. Um, okay. But... Uh, Outside of church. Yeah. It was just like, for whatever... I, I do not know this person. And there's such a gap between our ages mm-hmm. that there was no way that I had done anything to her. Oh, so she wasn't well. No. She had just okay. made up in her right. mind. She felt some sort of way about me. Um, and I got an email one day and I didn't know what to do with it. So I took it and I showed it to my grandfather and he was like, let me take care of this. But, but, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't, you know, all I know, it was like, you know, he came back and was just like, I've handled the situation, but you need to let me know if that lady get within a certain amount of feet of you, you need to let me know. Okay. Uh, And so, you know, of course. You know, mommy shared it with Brian. And so that was, you know, it was just like you down there living in the city by yourself and I Mm -hmm. can't be there. So if somebody tried try something, I done taught you how to use this and you better use it. So that's that's what it was. So mother always told us to act like a raccoon. If somebody came at us, she was like, you go feral. Do you hear me? She was like, feral. She's like, I don't I don't care what these people are. You fight dirty. You hear me? And I was like, copy. Say less. Uh, <laughs> Dave's like, I listen to my mother. I don't have... <laughs> Say less. That's how I ended up getting in a fight with this girl named Felsha. And my Felsha. sister walked there. Felsha. Okay. Tried to make fun of my sister's name. She said, and Felsha's mother was in jail. So Felsha, Felsha said to she said to my sister's oh, name is Paige. She said, Was your mama on crack when she named you? And so that's wow. why I was like, I mean, you know what? Her mother is here kills. every day making her dinner. I said, Your mother is eating cold sandwiches. Oh, so of course she was ready to fight. So the next day, Felsha is crazy. Is that P H or F? Felsha. I believe it. 
I believe it was an F. Yikes. And so what my mother was like, take this lime squeezer with you to school. Lime said, squeezer? No, I'm not doing, like, I'm just going, I'm just going to use these hands, girl. <laughs> like, so. Oh, lime squeezer no. is crazy. And it was when the lime squeezers were not, you know, now they're pretty colors. They're yeah. green and they're yellow. But they used to be steel. And so she tried to put a lime squeezer in my back pocket. I was like, girl, get out of here. Lime so then, squeezer is nuts. No, it's not. No, I'm. <laughs> This is a real story. I can't make none of this up. So I get to I get to school and I'm like, Felsha. so here come Fe- Felsha first thing Felsha. in the morning. Like I knew she was going to be ready to go. So I dropped my shit and I was like, all right, let's go. So we got going. <sighs> well, all I know is Felsha, all I, uh, Felsha falls. Okay. It's like, ah, and I didn't even at that moment, I hadn't even done Anything. what I needed to do to for the way that she felt. Let me tell you about the black rota from the black back, bad seed, which is my sister who <laughs> walked up and I, when Felsha falls, I see my sister standing there like a psycho. You know what she did? She had a bag, like the thank you bag. She had wrapped up a couple of them, gone down to some construction that was on our block, a brick? put some rocks oh, okay. and some bricks in the bag, tied it up, put it in her backpack. And this is a nigga who wore pigtails to school. So those are the ones you got to look out for. Oh, God. Came... We all knew Felsha was going to try to fight me the next day for what I said about her mother. <laughs> I was defending my sister. And Paige knocks Felsha in the back of the knees with that bag of those rocks and those bricks and stuff from the construction site. Yikes. You can't yep. mess with y'all. No, we, no, our family's not well. <laughs> you can't mess with y'all. We're not well. <laughs> We're not well. <laughs> so, yes, every now and then, Across my the mama board. will ask me, and I'll ask her, you, got you your still Louisville got your slugger? back? You still got your bat, girl, <laughs> and you better use it. Now, I love that. Brian said I you better that. use it. I mean, it was just all, you know, my brother wasn't really hype. He was very even tempered yeah. and and he yeah. only really raised his voice when he was like playing ball. But he had mm. an inflection in his voice that would let you know when he means something. And I knew when he looked at me and raised my eyebrows and <laughs> said, "You better use it." That that was a directive. And Brian had a he had a deep bassy voice. Very 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 deep. All of mm-hmm. his life. My brother never mm-hmm. went through that puberty <laughs> puberty voice change. I mean the way that he sounded as an adult is the way that he sounded at two. That's so crazy. No no at two like, years old. It'd be like three. It was good off some crackers. No it was very and I mean I told you like we would be out somewhere and Brian, you know, he would cry, especially for mommy. Oh, and oh, it was worse with when he wanted because Brian was a pacifier. He had he had a pacifier, and he used to call it a bai. I don't know how we got out of. Oh my god, that's like Noah calling it a paya. It was a it was a bai, and he was like, oh my bai, oh my, he be like, bro. <laughs> Oh my boy! Have you ever seen "Honey, I Blew Up the Kid" and the kid is giant? I can imagine Brian be like, "No, not exactly, (laughs) exactly." (laughs) Oh my boy! Oh my boy! All right, settle down, Blue. (laughs) (laughs) And mommy, you always laugh every time me and my mother laugh. We see yellow Jello anywhere. We laugh because that's another Brian. Brian. He stuttered and he saw speech pathologist as a child. He struggled uh-huh. with why. Any any word mm. that started with why mm-hmm. or had a why in it was a, was a difficult 
And so we was Aww. at this cafeteria. We're on vacation one time. We was at this cafeteria and we was in the in the line. And mommy, Brian, mommy said, you know, Brian used to like tug on her arm or her dress or something. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, Yes, Brian, what you want? He said, I want some, I want some Lello Jello. <laughs> I want some Lello Jello. I want some Lello Jello. And he'd be like, Hey, Lord Jesus. My brother can't talk, Lord. Help us, God. But he, he, he outgrew all of his issues, his speech impediment issues, thanks be to God. Yes. But for a long time, it was like, mm, mm, mm. Jello I want some Lello Jello. I want some Lello Jello. See, this is how I know we're still problematic with children of the 80s and the 90s because we still make fun of things we're not supposed Seriously. to. Like I told you about Jared with his speech. Jared, I told you about Jared. No. Oh, sis. Oh. So it was this kid in my class. His name was Jared, but everything, all the R's were W's. And so, but he was <laughs> he was he was rotten, right? Oh. So he so he 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 come he trying to talk shit. How dare you and, not be able to speak and be rotten? How is that? And that's exactly. I said I said I said relax, jail it. And he was like he was enraged. He going, my name is not jail it. It's jail it. <laughs> When I took ammunition for the rest of my days, do you hear me? I was like, oh, Jail God. Is <laughs> terrible. Like, I was like, do I'm you so hear you? He's like, it's not Jailwood, it's Jailwood. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jailwood is wild. Yo, and then his brother had the same thing. He had an older brother. So the brother came trying to threaten me because I'm, you know, I got beef with Jared now. Yo, you've been making fun of my brother. And I was like, not the both of you. Oh, nigga. <laughs> I was like, if your mother comes up to me, Whoa. it's going to be a problem. Okay. <laughs> Yo, it, that was pure comedy. Wow. <laughs> been making fun of my brother it was the, so yeah. anywho well we've done enough damage at the top of this Ooh, show i'm so, so sorry please don't cancel <laughs> us we're we've evolved these are just these yeah. are the things we laughed at as children we're better now you see we understand i mean i'm still laughing but this is also <laughs> like y'all can't cancel me off of like 1992 that's crazy <laughs> anyway <laughs> forgive us Forgive us. Forgive us. Uh, but also, make sure you tune into our Patreon, okay? That is where you get additional content. Key and I were talking this week or last week or whenever this comes out about... Um, about oh, uh, Fanny Fanny. 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 You know... What did you say her, her middle name was? Tafia. Tafia. Yes, Tafia. Yes. Willis. Yes. Are there any mm-hmm. white people whose last name is Willis ev- anywhere in there the world? There has to be. Oh, and you true. know why. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was inappropriate. It was. That was. <laughs> <laughs> this, whole, this whole segment was, has been problematic. I have made this an episode of Jaden XD. So I think it's time for us to head to the kitchen table so talk. Sorry. <laughs> what say you? <laughs> yes, I think it's time. Let's try to be better people. <laughs> You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guaranteed and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag or watch that says it all. 
Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. And not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. On my social media this week, I did a post and I said, on a scale of Tamala Mann to Kelly Price to Rosa Parks, how tired are you? Wait, Tamala Mann, that's the that's the Tyler that's, Perry. Lady. That's truth is I'm tired. And Kelly Price. And now she's and now she's a bad bitch, right? She wears like she those has... Herve dresses. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> I'm dead ass. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus, help us. But she's a bad bitch now, yes, right? She's pulled yeah. together. She's got the white well Weight Watchers. She's got the Weight Watchers. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but she is a body combatty. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, that's um. what I mean. <laughs> it's not about the weight loss. It's about what she, she did also afterwards. had a song uh, <laughs> where the first opening lyric is "Truth is, I'm tired." Oh, truth is, yes. I'm tired. Yes. And okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, remember, Kelly Price had that song called "Tired, Tired of the Way He Treats Me." Oh, so you know all of that, and then Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. all of that. So I said that I was, I was Thea Vidal tired. You remember Thea Vidal? I've been working hard, two jobs every day. two jobs. Okay, giving Brandy, time to Brandy my children, Braid, showing them the way. Yes. Um, so I love Thea. I, me too. I miss her. Mm-hmm. Somebody ride past the house. Anybody ride past the house and check on Thea? She doing all right. I think she's been reincarnated into Miss Pat. <laughs> that purse. That tracks. Checks, right? That right? tracks. Okay. But I, I feel like, you know, I know we be joking around and, and to- being totally unserious, but on a serious note, mm-hmm. um, I have been just in my own. Remember, I, I, I shared, I believe, on last week's episode that I got some blood work indicated to me that I am managing some stress more than usual mm-hmm. it's really like showing up in my body in ways mm-hmm. so i've been doing a lot of sort of research you know i mean so i'm just going to read about things and try to learn and better myself mm-hmm. so i came across some information about exhaustion and thought that it warranted a conversation because there's lots of symptoms and sort of just general information about how exhaustion particularly mental exhaustion shows up in the mm-hmm. body that we often disregard as just, you know, oh, age or busyness. But uh, if these things happen, especially in combination with one another, it can be an indicator mm-hmm. that there's something more serious going on. Um, and so I wanted to sort of share some of that and then talk through some of the things that we might be able to do, practices that we m- might be able to cultivate in terms of mm-hmm. addressing and overcoming and managing the overwhelm and exhaustion and anxiety mm-hmm. 
Um, Because if we don't, it will actually start to deteriorate our quality of life and our and our health. Yeah. More specifically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I the first thing that I, I found that was pretty interesting to me was just like, you know, physical exhaustion versus mental exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And physical exhaustion, uh, the, the, the main difference is when you're physically tired, that can be remedied by sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Whatever, you know, whatever that actual feeling of being drained and being, you know, like your body is worn down or just needs some rest and recovery. When you take a nap or go to sleep and wake up the next day, your energy is renewed. You have addressed the physical exhaustion in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you go to sleep and you go to bed tired and you wake up tired, wake up tired, it's yep. bigger than just my body needs sleep. And there mm-hmm. is often an indication that you're tired mentally. And mental exhaustion is not remedied by a nap. <laughs> there mm-hmm. are things no. that we have to do. To address mental exhaustion. Mm-hmm. So I know mm-hmm. we talked about it a little bit in the pre-show, but <clears throat> and I know in a conversation that you, me, and Mary had last week, we were always just talking about just balancing. I think the thing that makes it Oof. one of the things about adulting is like it just never ever ends. <laughs> like there's mm-hmm. always new responsibilities, new tasks, new mm-hmm. things that need to be done. Mm-hmm. Um and that is daunting and overwhelming. So are, have, has mental exhaustion or some of the things that we've been talking about so far, does that sound familiar to you? You felt that in your body, <laughs> in your life, in any particular way, sister? Oh, sister, in so many ways. <laughs> um, I was actually out to dinner with with our good uh, Babisha. Hey, Babisha. Or out to drinks mm-hmm. is what we were out to. By the way, side note, this RSVP culture, like this reservation culture at this, not RSVP, reservation culture uh-huh. is infuriating. We used to be able to roll up to a bar and just, have and now it's like, I'm sorry, the bar seats are reserved. They're on their, they, we have a party of three. I was like, what is this now? But anyway, bar we went out to drinks. Reserved? Wow. Bar seats were reserved. Yikes. Depends where you go. Yeah. So. Um, you know, we're just chatting about life and the world and how we're doing and all of that. And I and I, I said, Bobby, I think I'm depressed. <laughs> Word. <laughs> you know, and that's not something I've, I, I've, I've ever really said. I was like, I think I'm depressed. And he was like, why do you think so? I said, because I can't get myself together. Yeah. Like I'm I wake up exhausted. And then last week I had a day where I'm doing stuff and I have a long to-do list. And at a certain point, I could not go on any longer. I had to lay my head down for 30 minutes. And it wasn't because I was sleepy. It was because I literally was so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. that the only thing I could do was close my eyes. Because I did not know how I was going to go on. And so, yes, especially now as I as we have been talking about over and over again. But in general, I'm finding as time goes on and with that overload of information we were discussing, you know, a couple of episodes ago and and um, and maybe being more cognizant to the ways of the world in addition to like personal responsibilities and trying to keep my family going and trying to intentionally impart moments of joy. I'm like, I am motherfucking exhausted. It's true. It's true. Um, 
I, you said a lot. And then and just with respect to the, <clears throat> the redundancy of it, the constants, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like you're constantly inundated with information and it's just hard to, I think the overwhelm for me is often because it's like, you're always on the receiving end. You don't even get really time mm-hmm. to sort of process and organize um, and, and think through something because when you're trying to work on something on this end, something else is coming. Um, yes. And I don't know if this is a function. I think, <clears throat> I don't know if this is proven or written down or someone else has already sort of stated this, but it seems like this seems to be a function of our generation. Like, you know, as millennials, mm-hmm. they're always like right now in my Chrome, I have two windows open. Each window mm-hmm. has about 10 tabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, and all day long, no matter how, and I, I try to be conscious like throughout my day, if I'm doing something, um, you know, I try to be conscious of that mm-hmm. uh, and try to close. Okay, well, I'm not using this. Let me close this. Let me put that. Let me minimize this. Let me do that. But even when I try but, to do but that. Jess, that's hard to imagine the tabs ex- in your head. Exactly. <laughs> Even when I try to do that, it's just about 15 minutes before it's like that again. And then, like Mm -hmm. you said, because my mind, I think it it sort of mirrors what's going on Mm -hmm. in my brain in a way. And like just looking at this is is exhausting. Um, But, you know, to your point around the the sort of practical, tangible Mm -hmm. sort of symptoms of this exhaustion is characterized by things like a lack of focus or difficulty focus, a difficulty focusing, a difficulty concentrating because you're constantly processing information. Um, And it's like this like lasting overwhelm. Like you can Mm -hmm. never really sort of settle down, which causes a reduction in your overall productivity, your attention to detail. You have a tendency to make more mistakes because you're not able to focus on one thing at a time. (laughs) Oh Um, my God. One of the things that I was intrigued by that I saw uh, in the research was like mind wandering is a symptom of exhaustion, which made me Mm. feel so seen because Mm. sometimes, and I hate to admit this out loud, especially into a microphone on, on (laughs) and in front of a camera, the World Wide web. Correct. But there are times it does not happen often, but there are times and I've seen other people post this on social media. So I know I'm not alone. Sometimes I be driving Mm-hmm. And I remember that I'm driving. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like I'll be mm-hmm. driving and my mind, like I'll be mm-hmm. in the in the driver's seat, driving safely, watching, being alert. But yeah. even while I'm doing that, like my body just sort of routinely does those things. Autopilot. Autopilot. Mm-hmm. While I'm doing that, my mind... We'll be doing 40 different things. Oh, I got to go yep. to CVS. I need to go yep. past the Target. I got to call Jay back. Oh, Mary texted me this morning. I need to call yep. Victoria. All of these things. Yep. And I'll be driving. I'll be on my way to a doctor's appointment or on my way somewhere. And then I have to mm-hmm. remember like, oh, ma'am, you pay attention. You are driving, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> um, yep. And, and you know, constantly dinging. The, the phone is constantly going off. Notifications. This, uh, all of that. And... The wandering of the mind is mm-hmm. is a symptom of exhaustion. 
And so mm. as I was reading these these characteristics and qualities of mental exhaustion and really seeing seeing myself in everyone, I started to think like, holy God, how how this seems so normal to me, mm-hmm. which is a problem. Mm-hmm. But how do we start to sort of address it? Even think about physical symptoms sometimes. And I just thought it was a function of getting old. But sometimes, you know, I'll be sitting here at my desk or... Mm-hmm. in the kitchen doing something and I'll just go to do something else and my arm will be asleep mm-hmm. or it will just mm-hmm. be hurting. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have any sort of physical pain. Sometimes I have unexplained upset stomach or mm-hmm. gas or something. Um, even when I'm working out, sometimes I can work out and I feel really energized to just sort of do my reps and get my sets. But I noticed yeah. Thursday when I was doing lower body, it was hell. Like to, mm-hmm. I just felt like, why are these exercises so hard today? I can't go on anymore. <laughs> I like, I know that I know how to do this lunge, but for some reason today, the mm-hmm. legs are not working. <laughs> like, it mm-hmm. just seems so much harder. And so mm-hmm. it is a function of not just my body being tired, but um, my mind yeah. is tired. It's tired. Yeah, mine is exhausted. Yeah. It's exhausted. And, and, I went back to thinking about that conversation (laughs) that we were having um, where we were processing aloud. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and I think in alignment with this and being exhausted and there's certain circumstances and, and that are around us that are out of our control that are like, this is going to continue to have us exhausted. I was really thinking about being super intentional about, uh, curating moments of not just rest we've talked about rest we've talked about sleep we've talked about (laughs) making our appointments but curating moments of intentional joy and intentional relaxation yeah and i think we think about relaxation in like a big form sometimes i've got to get a vacation i've got to get myself to a beach yeah and it's like yeah girl how often are you going to be able to do that um i think about i was talking to a friend of mine and, you know, we were talking through some of the stuff that that they're going through. And I was thinking about our conversations when I'm talking to them. And I'm like, a lot of times when you're having your downtime, I notice that you're, you know, playing on Instagram or or playing video games or what have you. Um, and it's like and I and I said, and I, this is not this is the pot calling the kettle like I don't want you to feel like I'm pointing the finger at you because I have other things that I do that are I realized are not moments of actual relaxation for sure and actual rest and when I say rest mind rest yeah and body rest and yeah I think a lot of times we don't realize that we're not <clears throat> We're not curating those spaces for ourselves. I talked to Fran this week because I was telling, you know, Fran and I are <clears throat> accountability partners, especially with mm-hmm. our working out. So we check in maybe like once a month and not once a month, once a week and sort of say, how mm-hmm. are your workouts going? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And so I shared with her, you know, my, about my blood work. And we were talking about that last week. And so she asked me this week you know, how that was going, like how, Mm -hmm. and I said, we know I'm still having a hard time sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I asked her, cause I know that one thing about our sister, she knows she, Fran is really wonderful. 
Yes, <laughs> I I admire her mm-hmm. uh, commitment to her to the boundaries that she um, has sort of established, placed around true rest. Yeah, um, around uh, sort of pouring into herself and making mm-hmm. sure that she's good. And I know, you know, we used to joke all the time. Says so Marie used to joke like, you know, I text friend. And you know, I don't know when she going. <laughs> like, she, where she go hit us back? Because she might listen. She if might. sets a boundary. She sets a boundary yeah. around. And but you need it. You like do. it's it's clear. <laughs> it's becoming even more clear, more, more than clear. usual. More why clear. that is necessary for all of us? I asked her. I said, I said, how do you like? What is? How do you keep yourself from like scrolling at night? How did you improve your sleep hygiene? And she was like, unplugging. We really have to be very particular about unplugging. And she Mm -hmm. said, I had to, you know, some people can put their phone across the room. Some people can put it, you know, on the other side of the bed or whatever. Mm -hmm. She was like, I leave my phone in the bathroom. Mm. And, you know, at first when she said it, I was just like, well, that feels extreme. But no, seriously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like after Mm -hmm. you, you know. I was thinking about that and, and I sort of key I have the little the little stand where you can like charge your phone and your watch and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And I mm-hmm. keep it right by the bed. So the phone is literally right there. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes it's the first thing I reach for in the morning before mm-hmm. I put my glasses on, I reach for that phone, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, she said I leave my phone in the bathroom. And, you know, that's where it charges and that's where it sits. And, you know, Mm -hmm. when I get in the bed, it is to sleep and sort of relax Mm -hmm. and, you know, disconnect. And she said, I read for 10 to 15 Mm -hmm. minutes. And then, you know, that sort of slows my body down and Mm -hmm. helps, you know, my mind to focus on what I'm reading as opposed to just sort of racing. And that sort of gets me in the space where I can really sleep. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to try that and mm-hmm. i have to acknowledge that you know i i had a little anxiety about because i i've become addicted to having the phone um mm-hmm. in my hand and just like constantly and incessantly uh looking checking social not even just insta uh, instagram and twitter but like even like watching youtube videos or mm-hmm reading you know Mm -hmm. news and notifications and i have to be intentional about not ingesting as much information um i'm taking in way too too much and Mm -hmm. so if i want to you know exhaustion is really an overload of Mm -hmm. information your mind is processing and you have to be intentional if we want to overcome mental Mm -hmm. exhaustion there are things that we do not only to take a break and get that rest like you said um not just you know to sleep but you have to Mm -hmm. like slow your mind down yeah yeah so some people do that through sleeping some people do that through like developing a meditation practice um Mm -hmm. staying active exercise can be a good break or escape for people uh but Mm -hmm. when you talk about self-care not only joy, but like restorative practice. What are the things that fill you back up? Whatever that is, whether mm-hmm. it be coloring, whether it be cooking, whether it mm-hmm. be, you know, what are the things that slow your mind down 
and get you focused back on your on your breathing um and you know just being as opposed to figuring all the time does that make sense yeah no absolutely you actually just said it cooking does that for me because i noticed in life like you said if i'm cleaning my mind is on a million things it's not just on the one thing i'm doing it's like okay after i do this then i gotta do this and i gotta do this then we gotta record it this time i need to make sure that i stop at this time take a shower and then i sit down i give myself this much like it's constantly that um when i'm cooking especially when i'm not cooking for uh like if people are coming over or something like i'm just like like the other day i was like i'm gonna make some white bean chicken chili which Mm. was sounds very midwestern but it was fancy fucking tastic i I believe you um and then i was like and i think i'm gonna make some roasted tomato soup and i think i'm gonna make some broccoli cheddar and i'm gonna make some stock and Mm -hmm. and i got first of all a moment of joy i was like well oh wow i haven't had that in a minute yeah (laughs) and and then I was like, okay, I'm going to get all my me's together. And then I'm just going to relax in here and mm-hmm. make soup. And I'm not making it for any particular reason. I'm making it so we can have it in the freezer and pull it out. But it, I also realized that's my time where my mind shuts mm-hmm. off and I just can just be in the kitchen. Um, but obviously cooking all the time is not getting, I can't like, constantly cook around the clock in order to rest myself so i've started getting really intentional about uh my reading Mm. um and also you know i'm a night person Mm -hmm. and i'll go into the night doing stuff i'll wash some clothes Mm -hmm. out and i've started i've started stopping myself yeah when i get ready to go in that direction i'm like you know what if you don't wash this load of clothes tonight literally nothing is gonna happen Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so wash the clothes in the morning and start winding yourself down and then i said i'm going to start incorporating stretching so i'm trying but i don't want to overwhelm myself yeah. by thinking of all the things yeah. i need to do to rest yeah. myself so i'm just slowly i'm being being a, a i'm trying to be a lot more gentle with myself especially right now and even in incorporating those things that i know are going to alter my my exercise all these things mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing one thing at a time and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start focusing on this and now I'm going to start focusing on, I'm going to incorporate a little bit of this. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to be really intentional with that, but also really gentle and not trying to incorporate all the things all at one time. Cause then you get overwhelmed and you get exhausted by the fact that you can't wind yourself yeah. down because you're trying to do yeah. all the things. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because one of the things that was, you know, reflected in the resources that I was reading was like, Mm -hmm. you know, the focus on developing these practices, because I think our culture just sort of pushes us toward a very linear way of thinking about Mm -hmm. process and how things are done. It's like exhaustion, rest, you know, I'm exhausted. I will go to sleep mm-hmm. and then I'll feel better. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. how, that's not, you know, it's a very linear one way of of looking at it. But the truth mm-hmm. is, it's like these things require the development of skills and practices that take time. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're building a muscle. Um, and, you know, just like with anything pra- that you practice, there will be some days where you're really good at it. There will be some yes. days where you're terrible at it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And practice, like, by definition, is just, like, trial and error. 
And yes. so it is about collecting information and, and, and then deciding, you know, which things you're going to try at what time and seeing how mm-hmm. things feel. And I love that you said you're extending yourself grace because like that is absolutely required. Um, if we don't like, you know, there's no, like even people like Fran, who I look at as someone who has worked really hard to mm-hmm. develop strong practices and routines uh, for herself you know, she gets off the wagon. She falls off the wagon. She breaks her routine. Mm-hmm. Um, just Real like everybody humans. else. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a human fact of life. Um, the work of healing and restoration, is it requires a multi-pronged, mm-hmm. multi-effort approach. You will not be able to just do one thing. Um, like, you know, I'm going to start meditating and that's going to eliminate my exhaustion. And it's like, no, I might need to meditate and you know, mm-hmm. declutter my workspace every Tuesday or yep. uh, I might need therapy and also, um, you know, improving my sleep hygiene. So it, yes. it will be a combination of these things, not like you have to perfect one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there will be weeks where you will be like, I'm on it. And then there will be weeks where, Girl, I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. Because life yeah. is continuing to life all around us. Um, mm-hmm. And things are happening. It will be another, you know, we we get word of more tragedy, more despair, more hatred, more wickedness. And that mm. takes a toll on yeah. who you are, how you process. And I think that's human and we should lean into that. When we start mm-hmm. to become desensitized to these things, that's a yes. whole different set of issues. Yes. So yes. lean in and allow for, you know, when you run in as hard as we're running, we're allowed to be tired. It does not mean that you're doing a bad job. It does not mean mm-hmm. that you are, um, you know, poorly managing or you could be doing better. And that's something that I have to work on. Like, mm-hmm. why am I so tired all the time? It's like, because you got two jobs and you're trying <laughs> exactly. to, you're trying to work out five <laughs> times a week and you're trying to answer all your text messages and, you know, be there for your mama and be mm. there for your sisters mm. and friends. And it's mm. a lot. It's a mm-hmm. lot. And mm-hmm. I have a job that is high touch, and it requires a lot of my my mental capacity. I don't have one of those routine autopilot kind of mm-hmm. positions. There are some things about my work that, you know, I can just sort of do mindlessly. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sitting in these meetings all day long and I have to be engaged. I have to be on. I have to be yes. thinking. Yeah. And, you know, you don't just, you don't just do that and just not Mm -hmm. you know that requires energy that's an investment of energy and you gotta i I have to be more intentional about pouring back into myself um, yes after i have given all day long um so even having these conversations and processing aloud like we did um a couple a couple of weeks ago on the show having a partner which was very helpful uh, and I, I mean, as much as we thought, remember, sister, as much as we thought that that episode was a mess, we've gotten lots of good, good feedback. People was on, <laughs> on social saying like, oh my God, that was, you know, so good. And, you know, it's so. I'm glad you all understood. I did. You know, I, not that they didn't understand it, but I think people appreciated the fact that we demonstrated that sometimes it's just, 
too much. It's too much. It's just spaghetti. It's just spaghetti. And that's how our minds work. So that's how our conversation is going to to flow sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to ramble on and on and on. But all of that No, but you're right. And I, I... and and I think like like we were saying a little while ago, finding different ways to to really really pour into yourself and your rest and your relaxation and 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 not eliminating but managing that fatigue in different ways, um, it might be different things that feed you at different times. You know, like I said, you don't have to read the book and do the stretching and go do the workout and, and cook the food and, you know, have your TV time. Like, you don't have to try to do all of those at once. Focus on what is going to bring you some joy and some rest and some relaxation right now. What would it be? And think about it from that standpoint, because we will get overwhelmed by the thought of how to rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is also that's a thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I think this is I think this is good because it 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 it's a reminder for us to tap into those intentional ways because stress and exhaustion will kill us. No, seriously, like, and I was not the, I I said it at the top of the show, but but it's true now more than ever. People in our age, yeah, uh, bracket or demographic and younger. Mm-hmm. Suffering. Uh, Snoop Dogg's daughter had a stroke. Um, what? Yeah, Snoop Dogg's daughter had a stroke. I, I saw recently. She's not even. I think she's in her early thirties. If that, she may even mm. be in her uh, late twenties. But you know, I know people oh personally. Um, you know, friends, coworkers, mm-hmm. and I mean, when I looked at my own blood work, you see it. It it is having. You know, yeah, you're right. It's happening younger and younger. Yes, one of my best it's having Erica. When Erica came through and said that, she told me she had breast cancer and had to get a double mastectomy. I was like, all of that. Like, this is where we are I have right now. Rheumatoid arthritis, and so mm-hmm. many. There's so much research and literature out there around how like a chronic illness is often a manifestation of stress and your body mm. body's way of holding on to trauma. Um, mm. But you know. If we are not intentional about these things, they yeah. will take us over. And will. You, you don't have and to take us out. Exactly. And you don't have to have it all together and get it all right at the first shot. Mm-hmm. But it is something to be said for learning to do better, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to do better. And I believe mm-hmm. that God honors that that effort. Mm. Um, you know, and and recognizing that it's a slow drip, it's slow progress. I I'm 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 looking at it as my as a muscle. It's just mm-hmm. another muscle. Yeah, and it's gonna take some time and some work to build it up. You know, and I'm just I'm just gonna try and be as gentle with myself while I'm building that muscle of being gentle with myself. Truly, <laughs> yeah. truly, be gentle with yourself. Beyond, and we talk about black women's healthcare every week, but this is just an, uh, you know, really, really learning more about exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Don't just, you know, I'm tired, but think about what's making you tired mm-hmm. and see if there are things that you might be able to do to help to lift some of this heaviness off of you. Because the older we get, the more responsibilities come. And if we are not diligent about managing ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, they will be managed 
all upside our heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or not manage. Your body will, will shut yeah. down. It will and shut all the way that. down. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want to. I'd love to hear from you all yeah. um, on, on the ways that you all are intentionally tapping into your ways of rest, relaxation, joy, and exhaustion. Yeah. Like, how are you combating that? Let us know. Write in. Hello at gettinggrown.co. Um, I would love to hear from you all. I just want to see. I'm like, you know, maybe we got to, we have, can all be accountability partners. Uh, you know, I don't put my phone near my head when I sleep. Oh, That's wise. one thing. Wisdom. I, I don't know where. I'm like, the bathroom is so far. But <laughs> Well, I have to have it in close enough proximity where I, because the alarm or whatever. But. I make sure that I don't put it parallel to my head and that m- the first time of me reaching for it is to turn the alarm off. But I'm like, let me do something else instead of trying yeah, to get I'm on the scroll. On that. That's something that oh. is a challenge for me. Um, or I'll do my social media stuff. Because if you notice, you'll get like six posts from me in the morning. So after they leave, if I'm having coffee or something, I'll, I like. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, you just have to put some boundaries around I do. It. So... I no, I'm, and not you. No, no, no. All I'm of us. I had to do it to myself. I, I know you weren't talking to me. I'm just saying. I but do. yes, I will sometimes have my coffee and I'll you know get my news and do my scrolling and post my stories and then you won't see anything for another nine hours because then, I'm, but that doesn't mean that I'm resting <laughs> or it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily being the healthiest with how I'm handling myself. That's just one thing. So what's you know one thing at a time. One thing at a time. time. Check in with yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check in with yourself. Think about what you're doing and how what you're doing makes you feel. Um, mm-hmm. Is this something that is contributing to my exhaustion or is this something that brings me joy? Like last night I cut on the kids baking championship. I was behind. You know, yes. I was behind. I had missed. They like eight. They on season, episode eight of the season. I'm like, Lord, where have I been? Um, but I saw something, you know, something about them little fourth and fifth graders making cake. <laughs> it's Listen, just, it's just like. It brings I, me joy. It's, it's just like, joyful. Just look at this little black girl making a lemon uh, icebox cake. Like, girl. Oh, my God. Seriously. Seriously. Wait. That is one of my favorite so cakes. It was um so this season is all about school. So all of the all mm. of the um um weekly episodes they have a competition. Their competitions are sort of are themed around aspects of going to school. So they mm. did like a picture day. They did a picture day uh challenge. Mm-hmm. And so everyone took a, a school picture and they printed it out on like edible paper. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you had to make a picture by a picture day cake. And <sighs> everybody got a, a, a flavor combination that they had to pick. And mm-hmm. then there was a twist. Right. So you get your flavor combination and it was like, you know, uh, cookies and cream, mm-hmm. carrot. Lemon, mm-hmm. mango. Mm-hmm. Somebody made a lime cake. It was all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So the young lady who got lemon, she made a lemon icebox cake. And then the twist was the on picture day, you know, you say cheese. So they had to incorporate cheese into. Oh. So whether it was uh mascarpone, cream cheese, mm-hmm. ricotta. So she mm-hmm. made a lemon icebox cake with a ricotta 
Buttercream. Bit right. Listen here, right? young Keisha. You right. Do it. Right. And then oh. you have to decorate your cake. And you can make, you know, as a little decor, you made little emojis that represent the things <laughs> that you like. So she was like, you know, I made a surfboard, a little girl from Hawaii. She was like, I made a surfboard because I like to surf. Or I put pom-poms on here because I'm a cheerleader. And just watching them little children make them little cakes, I was just... Like, oh, this is because how can so you good. think about anything else in your life while kids are on TV? You know, cake? it's like <laughs> I'm just so impressed with these little kids yeah. knowing how to make buttercream from scratch. <laughs> and I, hello, not easy, and probably not, a good one. And a pro- ricotta no, buttercream it looks so oh. good, sister. I'm like, look at this mm. this this young lady. I'm I'm so impressed. Mm. Fourth grade, mm-hmm. fourth grade, fourth fuck. You know what I was doing in fourth grade? Not that. Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> but but I I I I love it. And even like you know, coloring my hair, doing just doing stuff. They started yeah. doing step classes at the, at the gym. It just you know we was just in there <laughs> on our Richard Simmons. I'm going to try to learn the Tamiya dance I told XD. <laughs> I am. I'm going to I'm going to really put my best foot forward, no pun intended. Is that your black <laughs> Yeah, I'm dead ass. Is that your and black that... woman self-care? Is that like that's like a project though. That's like That's a project. That's like a time-consuming cuz I'm also going to figure out how to line dance. You know, it's I got Oh, I can't wait. So. I can't wait. And you know the girls are I've seen some contenders. Oh, I've seen them. They're already starting Six to make candle. The, they're making Woo! the Texas Hold'em dance <laughs> on TikTok. And I'm like, I haven't dun, seen one. Dun, dun. I haven't seen one that I wanted to try yet. There's, some of them are a little like, mm. No, they all look like I would look at in Crystal's living room. Like they're shuffling the feet. <laughs> they're shuffling the feet. I seen two one black now it was two right. black boys. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> and they were they were in a parking lot of like a gas station or something. I like them. It was like nice and smooth. I was like, yes. okay, I yes. might look and learn that one. Yeah. But that Tamiya dance, that's my first that's algebra. My first, it is yeah. tr- trigonometry. Because there's no fucking way I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to think about anything else. That is an escape. While I'm trying to figure out it's how to escape. do that dance. It is an escape. And I think that, you know, I might join you. I know, I know. Let's go. I can do it if somebody is doing it in front of me. But if you ask me to get up and do it right now by myself, no, ma'am. Look, I know, I, I think I know one part. When I think about you, <laughs> I think about never pass up to you. And then that's when they start spitting and doing all the shit and I get confused. <laughs> so I gotta, I'm like, all right, we gotta tap in. What? One night me I and just, Justin was like, what are we going to do on this Saturday night? And we literally pulled up a bunch of you, niggas in Michigan and Chicago. They're very serious about it. Very in serious. Ohio. Very, those Midwest oh, I love blacks, it. honey, they don't play around. They come out in the fits, okay? <laughs> and they get to shuffling when and I they get to you, stepping. And I'm like, you know, what? I can do it. If to, to me, it's Canadian. If she, she can make this dance, oh. I can learn it. Can she do it? Yeah, her and Grant Hill was up there doing it. Oh, good. <laughs> I would love to see Grant Hill do it. He can do it and he's tall. Because, you know, sometimes the people who are extremely tall, I I'm know, not even be... extremely tall, but I feel like the height and the coordination is sometimes. Like, I'd lot. be curious to see what Shannon Sharp looks like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'd be curious. Shannon Sharp sounds like my daddy, and I just cannot unsee it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, oh, he looks kind of. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. And my ex <laughs> looks like Shannon Sharp. Crazy. Look, I mean, it's look, not just you the this look. video it's, now. It's the mannerisms. Mm. It is the like he he acts like my daddy. Grant Hill and Tia, and Tamia line dancing. I can I do it. Like I this. can. That's just one part. It's the part at the end, right before the spin. That always. This is what I'm saying. Yes. You know I want it better. <laughs> and then it start. I'm like, I can't. I can't with this anymore. Okay, here we go. They are okay. So I'm sending this to you right now. See. <laughs> Look, there it goes. Now we're getting confused. And here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Kick it. Okay, I just sent it to you. Look at it. <laughs> I think by the time we go on our vacation, yes, we, we should know ready. how to do that. Yeah, We're gonna be, I think does that should Crystal be our Jean project. know how to do it? Who? Crystal Jean. You know she don't know how to do it, but we're gonna make her ass learn too. <laughs> and Toya as well. She's gonna be like, oh fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh fun. I love that idea. Great. <laughs> Look at Grant Hill's big ass doing that dance oh, with his low top sneakers and ankle socks. You know, did you know that Look, the young people say that ankle socks are for old people? Did you know that the TikTokers are out there shading us because we wear footies? I don't give a fuck what those <laughs> filthy creatures have to say they about anything. They are shading us so badly. They are shading us so they're pissed. They're I don't like, wear look ankle at your socks ankles. because I hate oh them and God, they're uncomfortable. Oh my God, look at your ankles. I'm like, what? You guys are so hateful. <laughs> that also reminds me of another story to show you how oh, hateful kids are. Look at him. He got are. on some Stan Smiths. Come on, Grant Hill. He went to his Stan Smiths and his poop poom shorts. Pa, pa, Do you see him? Pa, doing it. Doing pa, it. Pa, and Tamia has on her pa, sensible pa, sneaker. Yes. It's the spin. <laughs> it's the spin for me. But it's the spin. And when the feet start going multiple times, like I'm like, okay, wait, hold mm. on. Ba, ba, so ba. that's gonna be how well, that's what that's gonna be one way we're gonna learn how to how to do that. Yes. We're gonna do it. I believe we're gonna learn how to do that. Well, yeah. Make sure y'all are writing and let us know how you're curating your moments. Let us know how you're how you're that's being how intentional with your moments. We're gonna do the yeah. Tamiya line dance. And that's how we're gonna, we're gonna do going the Tamiya line dance. Eliminate our mental exhaustion. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was the cure? <laughs> <laughs> that's how we're gonna get it done. I found it, guys, and it's that's all it. through the electric the slide. Ticket. We've had it all this time. <laughs> that is the ticket. <laughs> We love you all for real, and we'll see you for the next segment. Yeah. Whenever I look at pictures of my kid from the past year or even just a few months ago, I'm so amazed at how fast she's growing up. And then it hits me hard, right in my belly. I'm getting older, too. That's why planning for my family's financial security has become a top priority. Making sure we're prepared and have enough life insurance in case something unexpected happens and I'm out of the picture is crucial. It's uncomfortable, but it's crucial. And Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to get the protection that's right for your family. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. 
Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. And it's all online and on your schedule. So there's no appointments. There's no scheduling, no piles of paperwork. Just apply when it's convenient for you. Nothing to make your life even more hectic. You can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required, might I add. And there's no risk to apply. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee and you can cancel at any time. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families like yours for over 50 years. With over 1,800 five-star reviews, they're rated as excellent on Trustpilot. And Fabric has more than just life insurance. It's a one-stop shop that also has free digital wills, investment accounts that let you save for your kid's future. And you can manage your family's finances right from your phone. So your family is prepared literally for anything. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash grown. That's meetfabric.com slash grown. Let me spell it out for you. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash grown. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. I deserve love Oh, welcome back to the self-care. And I don't know, uh, slash I know that's right. Um, and I don't know which one this would be considered. I just wanted to share it. <laughs> So maybe it's an I know that's right, but it's an I know that's right for Michelle Meadows and Jamil Law. Nice. Who are they, you might wonder? They are the author and illustrator of Jimmy's Rhythm and oh, Blues. Oh, I love that. The Extraordinary Life of James Baldwin. Now, you know, we we get a lot of... Um, We've gotten a lot of information if you've taken African-American studies in school mm-hmm. or, you know, you were able to do your own research as you got older. Um, but this James Baldwin, while we all know who James Baldwin is, a lot of us were not taught about James Baldwin in formal educational spaces. It usually is something that comes as you get a little more radicalized and get a little older. And so I love that they wrote this book for kids so that our black children... And all children can get a hold of because James Baldwin's words, if I don't think I've, I've I don't think they've resonated more than they have exa- around this time now. Timeless. They are, timeless. you know, they yeah. are timeless. They are genius. They are soothing for the soul. And I think that our children deserve to learn about James Baldwin as well. And so I love that they were able to break this down into some of his his uh his writings, um, the, the illustrations are phenomenal. Shout out to mm. you, Jamil. Um, and so, you know, the first one is Home is Brick Brown, Harlem Uptown, Trains Rumbling By. Born, raised in the heart of Harlem, James Baldwin grew up playing on the rooftop, living in books, dreaming about changing the world. Friends and family called him Jimmy, and it just goes through oh, to tell you about his life. Yeah. But it also incorporates his writings outside of cement, gray, hard, cold, concrete, crumbling, crackling. They just... I think it's beautiful. And I love when I find things that teach our children. They start teaching our children earlier. So I know that's right. I know that's right. (laughs) Michelle Meadows and Jamil Law, you guys did your really, really, really good work with this. And so if you've got nieces, nephews, children, whoever, whatever kids are in your life, pick, pick yourself up a copy of Jimmy's Rhythm and Blues, The Extraordinary Life of James Baldwin. 
Absolutely. Yeah. What you got? Um, in my black woman self care, you know, I, I said uh, this week was particularly full, and um, my grief was triggered in a very. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really even really know what specifically triggered it, mm-hmm. but I just was very thoughtful about. Like I said, my brother was on my mind a lot, and then also my grandmother. Also, you know, with it being Valentine's Day. Also sort of seeing my grandfather who's still grieving, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and really sort of learning all of the ways that grief is, all of the ways that my family members are grieving mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is something that I've been hyper-conscious of this week particularly. And, and I think in self-care, I remember a time when that was something that I would beat myself up about or... Uh, try to push through, um, but I let I let my feelings be what they needed to be mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. this week, and that is not something that I've always done. So I noticed it, and I'm mm-hmm. proud of myself for um, allowing myself that time and 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 space emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, also, communicating it. Uh, I told the story on my on my stories on Instagram about, and not to be like weird, but mm-hmm. as you know, sister, cause you're there at Brian's funeral, more specifically the burial. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I just sort of kept was like heavy on my spirit. I just was like asking and praying, like, you know, don't leave me. I never had been without him. And so I don't, I don't know how, but just, I need, I need signals that you're still around that mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, out here totally alone. Um, and so I have to say that I, he's honored that request. Uh, God's mm-hmm. honored that prayer and Brian's honored that request. Um, and it, and it's not often, but there are times where I feel like I hear him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I feel, and I don't know if it's my imagination or what, but I was looking for my keys uh, I was going to the gym on Thursday. I could not find my keys. Not unusual, but for mm-hmm. whatever reason, I was really late and I bit up and down the stairs. Did I mm-hmm. leave them downstairs? Did I leave them up there? Was it in the bag? Were they on the desk? I'm just sort of going crazy looking mm-hmm. for the keys. And I went up and down the stairs two or three times and I literally just felt, and it was happening in a way that I felt like was so true to his personality and how he would say it. But I literally heard Brian say, you left them in the door, dummy. Just like that. You <laughs> left them in the door. And oh, so man. sure enough, I walk to the back door mm-hmm. and I unlock it and open it. And there they are in the door. Mm-hmm. And it was like, dang, like, like it was like, mm-hmm. thank you. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but hey, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so it was, it was like, wow. Like it still sort of takes my breath. Um, yeah. And and when when those and it doesn't happen often, but it happens where mm-hmm. I just feel like he's watching, and he is still helping and making sure that I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know if that. Yeah. Is, I don't no, know. I think that's very cathartic <laughs> for self. I think yeah. you know, and it may not be something that you controlled, but. 
it's something that that soothed your soul this week especially as it's been a particularly hard week and yeah. he showed and even though he doesn't show up all the time he showed up when he needed to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he showed up when you needed him to right. so i right. think that's beautiful i yeah. think that's beautiful shout out to my nigga brian shout out to my nigga brian <laughs> shout out to my nigga brian <laughs> Oh man, that's really beautiful. I almost don't want to do a petty peeve because that's so I have beautiful, one. but we're going to do it. No, we're going right. to go. We're going to do it. So let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready this week, buddy. <laughs> Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with a pre prepared, chef crafted, and dietitian approved meal delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever and whenever you are. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash grown50 and use the code grown50 to get 50% off. That's code grown50 at factormeals.com slash grown50 to get 50% off. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey, honey. All right, sister. I said that I believe that you might uh, align with me on my petty peeve mm-hmm. this week. and may okay. resonate with you. Mm-hmm. It is about Means the supermarket. And I feel like... My personal I'm, haven and hell. Yes, I may be dating myself a little bit, but I just remember a time when the grocers, the people that worked at the grocery store, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, had certain skills, uh, whether it be oh. bagging, how mm-hmm. to bag the groceries, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. things in the store are, such yes. that they can assist customers um, mm-hmm. who may be, you know, having some issues. Or I have some questions. Mm-hmm. So I, I was at the store. There's a, I, I stopped I stopped into the to the giant there after I left the gym to pick up a couple of things. Um, and I only had two bags worth of groceries. I know that, you know, because they, I don't know, they, they I don't know if they're doing it in New York, but they are charging for the bags nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, they started in D.C. first, I yeah. think. Yeah. So I'm accustomed to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, when they ask me if I don't have my bag and they say, would you like to buy bags? I just say yes. And so I'm mm-hmm. thinking, I didn't say I just want one bag. I just want two. You don't got to try to squeeze all these things into one bag. Just give me the bags that I need and I will pay for them. Oh, you're about to piss me off. So <laughs> I had a couple of meats. I had a couple of glass items. I had mm-hmm. a couple of, uh, you know, heavier things like butter, 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a tub of butter, not like some sticks. But, you know, but the soft, like you don't want to put nothing mm-hmm. on top of that. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this man bag up my groceries. And he had, okay, this is another one. I'm going to shout out my my sis, Miss August. She mentioned this uh, on her social media and I just, mm-hmm. it just, it just rung through my soul when she said it. Because not only are they now charging us for these bags, but the bags themselves are not bagging like they used to. So the bags yes. don't have no handles. Mm-mm. These Mm-mm. paper bags with no handles <laughs> is really wearing like me. Because, I mean, we all in the store like... <laughs> yeah. Like it's... Like, which they used to do back in the day. And then yeah. they came out with the handles. Yeah, the but plastics. like, you know, yes. paper bag, no <laughs> handles. So he fills up. I have, it's only... The stuff probably could have comfortably fit into the four bags, honestly. Okay. But he okay. put everything into two bags. And so what happened? Picks up the second bag. It rips. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he hands me a paper bag and basically says, like, Bag your shit? Yeah. Like, he didn't say anything. He's just handing me the bag. And I'm looking at him like, what am I supposed to do with that? And so I, he was like, here's another bag. And I said, well, if all of this stuff ripped this bag and you just going to give me one more, what's the difference between this bag and that? (laughs) And I, and I waited and I'm like, help me to know if this bag with all of these things ripped, you going to give me one more bag to put all the same, to put all the same stuff back in it. And then he says, sister, would you like to purchase another bag? And I said, Would you like <laughs> me to <laughs> snuff you in the throat? I said, I said I'm not purchasing another nothing. I'm also not bagging these groceries because I don't work here. <laughs> and you just did some foolishness that I'm not responsible for. And I don't know what makes you feel like if one bag ripped, another bag is not going to rip. I don't care how you carry it. I don't care how you pick it up. It's too much stuff for this one bag. And like, when are I, you dumb? When you asked me if I needed bags, I didn't say, yes, give me two. I said, yes, bag up my groceries as they need to be bagged, sir. And I'm like, this is not a young, this, I'm, this is not no young teenage oh, oh. boy. Oh. This big grown man with big ashy knuckles. <laughs> and I'm out here and I'm like, sir, no, 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 because I'm not, I, I do not, I am not an employee of this, of this establishment. And I'm not at purchase. the self-checkout. No. I'm not, I'm not over there. I could have gone over there, but I'm not over there. So we are at an impasse. <laughs> we, we are at an impasse. We are stuck like Chuck, my guy. What we, what we about to do? You seem, you seem to be confused, old sir. You seem to be a confused. But individual. I'm saying, like, how do you get so to So how did this end? How did this turn he, out? He the man behind it, there was a um a, a black married couple mm-hmm. behind, and I say they were married because it was Valentine's Day and you know they was very much together. Okay. Um mm-hmm. and they little matching sweatshirts. Okay, it was it was adorable. I love it. Yes. Headassery. Yes. And so uh the the man was like uh, sir, she you you need to give her another bag, 
And like, you need to put those glass items on the bottom. You double that bag. You put those glass items on the bottom. Then you can put the other things on top of that. But you need something so that the bag doesn't rip again. And the wife was looking at him like I was looking at him like. <laughs> and so, you know, he responded when, you know, when the when the man said when the man said something. But I was just mm-hmm. like, I, I don't work here <laughs> not to be I, that girl, but like. But I don't. And I'm spending my money to take the like I'm spending my money and I and like you said I didn't go to the self checkout line. I didn't. I could have done that, but I, I didn't go to the self checkout. I mean, line. I did not. And I'm like, I didn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'm being unreasonable, but I just saying if it's if it's 15 of these items and this 15 items split this bag into, <laughs> why would you feel like these same 15 items would not split this bag into another bag? I will fling this glass across this I store. I just was like, I, <laughs> you do not I am, I am undone. I, I just like, well. And what I was, the best part was when he was like, would you like to purchase another bag? I said, I'm not purchasing nothing else. Would you like to purchase this dick? <laughs> like, get out of here. I said, I'm not purchasing nothing else. <laughs> Neither will I be bagging these groceries, young man. I That's how not. I know the whole world. The whole world is smoking dicks. I'm That's what's like, cool. Everybody's wow. smoking dicks. What a time. <laughs> I was like, these like My petty peeve is petty. Mm-hmm. It's very petty. Mm-hmm. But I digress. And it's, it should have been a part of my self-care. So I went back to the, the old jazz club that I used to work at. Yes. Yes. Antonio and I went. Hey, Antonio. Um, and had us a friend date, and we both used to work there. So we were like, let's go catch up with who's left. And Were there and, lots of people And mind left? you, no, because okay. Antonio started 20 years ago. Wow. When the, club, the, open, the club opened 20 years ago, literally in 2000. Um, 2004, excuse me. Mm. And he started then, and then I came along in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now, eleven years later, there's only maybe five people left out of the whole giant staff that we know. But it was really good to see those five people. Nice. Um, so that was that was lovely. That was beautiful. But of course, we're there and we're like, "Wait, this is change. Oh, this is change. Oh, this is change." Now you all know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you know that as an employee, I was vocal about things that didn't make any fucking sense. Right. You know, that's how my hair caught on fire because Mm -hmm. niggas wasn't listening and so many things. And it would also be it would be practical things where I'm like and then it would also sometimes be bitchy things like don't y'all bring me no mojitos when we're getting ready to close. (laughs) Like, don't you tell your people they get a shot, a wine or a beer like this is crazy. There's a lot of dishes get dirtied in the mojito making process. Hello. (laughs) Or I'm like, oh, they're ordered. They're able to order these full course meals yeah. in, in, in the second set. I was like, so then we're here. So we go back. And so all these things have changed, right? They've done a limited menu for the second set. Mm. They have moved the time up by half Come an on, hour you better to have make sure. Impact. It's the like, impact for me. It's several things. Yes. And I I was talking to, to, to my homegirl who's the manager. And I said, yo, that, like all my bitching and complaining. Like I'm the Harriet Tubman of this club. <laughs> I was like, all my bitching and complaining, and y'all just thought I was a bitch. I was like, 
And look at all the changes you've made. She was like, no. And she goes, you know the most infuriating part about this? I was like, what? She goes, the staff now complains about things. And I was like, I don't work here anymore. Bring me in, coach, to have a Uh. conversation (laughs) about the days of yesteryear. Like <laughs> you don't know what like, you got, okay? You don't know how good you have it. I was like, they're walking around in t-shirts, mm-hmm. and I was like, these niggas have it easy. She was like, no, they really do, and they complain, Jade. She's like, they complain wear, like, about yeah, collar. We we have to wear button ups and yeah. shit. Like while I'm back there bartending, nigga, you know how hot that is. Yeah. So, so. And I used to, and so I started used to try to skirt the I used to try to skirt the uh the policy around dress yes, code and stuff. Yes. I started getting these <laughs> I would do the button ups with the collars, but they'd be sleeveless. So I come uh, in there like Jade and I was like, You said a button up with a collar. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> you know? And then we had like you didn't a say special nothing edition. about my arms being out. You didn't say nothing about my arms. When they brought these t shirts in, they were like, You all are gonna wear this for this one time. It said jazz on it. They were like for this special event or whatever i was like so listen why can't we wear these all the time they represent the club they're mm-hmm. black so i started sky start trying to wear the jazz shirt when it wasn't the jazz shirt days now they get to just wear a black t-shirt nice i like they just get to they get to just hang loose and so the i was irritated tubman. you are i'm the harriet tubman of this jazz club i see it sis and so when she told me they complain wow about how easy they have it at this point. Wow. I almost spawned a nuke. <laughs> spawned a nuke. I almost spawned a nuke. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's my petty peeve. That's it. You don't know how. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> and that's another episode of Getting Grown. Yes, Thank you is. all so much for rocking with us every single week. Make sure you check out the Patreon where you get additional content. Show and I. Have conversations about all kinds of things. Oh, good times. Um, it's a good time. It's a really good time. And, uh, you know, make sure you're tuning in every Tuesday. Support the ads. Uh, it supports the show. And sis, take them out and tell them what to do. Absolutely. You want to be making sure that as you are not only focused on um, eliminating your mental exhaustion, mm-hmm. one restorative practice at a time. You want to do that. You want to also be intentional about keeping your mind moisturized. And the way that you do that, beloved, is by minding your business. Mm. Ask yourself, Mm. when you find yourself getting worked up about things, the first check is, is this my business? If it is is not, Mm. put it down, girl. That's not Mm. your bag to carry. Let it go. That's right. And you also want to keep your insides moisturized by drinking just as much water as your body can sustain. Okay? Listen, look at my bottle is empty. Because I've been drinking okay. it. Here, um, here. Is it one of those Stanley bottles? No, what, what's the essential. big deal? Um, I love an essential you know, bottle. Just very, it's capitalism. Um, Sorry, yeah, you're right. Continue. Them big old jugs. <laughs> uh and finally, you want to keep your skin moisturized as this weather is erratic and just as unpredictable as Lindsay Lohan. You want to make sure that you are keeping your skin moisturized because your black will crack if it's dry. Your black will crack if it's dry. Do you remember when Lindsay Lohan was doing that accent one time? Yeah. <laughs> Bye. I just every time I think of Lindsay Lohan, I think of Nene Leakes talking about Lindsay Lohan daddy. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan daddy. 
That's Lizzie Lohan daddy. <laughs> and uh-uh, like, don't Lizzie Lizzie Lohan daddy. daddy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Lenithia is is TV gold. I don't but, care. No, she really. That's she, what she truly was made for. is. That's what she was made for. Uh-uh, that's Lizzie Lohan Daddy. Lizzie Lohan Daddy. <laughs> Bye, y'all.